Hey everyone, you're listening to Goddamn GameCube, a podcast where we discuss video game franchises and video game industry topics that we're passionate about. This is part three of the Resident Evil retrospective. Okay, so moving on to a game that I didn't know I had to play, and then you told me I had to. No! Because... (laughs) You were like, well, you want to play the main series, you got to play Code Veronica, which to some people is the official Resident Evil 3. Um, <laughs> I was, hate this le- fucking let me, game. <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me just let me preface this by saying a lot of people really like this game. I'm not sure why. I'm assuming because they grew up with it and they probably haven't played it since then. Yes. But in terms of someone who played 3... And then Code Veronica, like back to back. I just did that like a couple months ago. Three, I thought, aged so much better than this game. They okay. So right off the bat, you're we're following Claire Redfield. She's continuing looking for Chris. And the opening cinematic is her like running from like a helicopter that's shooting. And it's like a Matrix scene. It's like it's the entire tone is completely shattered yes. of the, of what you expect of a Resident Evil game. It's like it's a completely different direction. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, like like who is Claire? She's not she's she is as close to an everyman as we've gotten so far. I this game jumps the shark within like 9 seconds. Yeah. Where and like, it's like, like you know, I mean, I guess it sets the tone for the what you're going to expect. Yeah, it really sets the meme tone, I think. Yeah. Where, this game I f- <laughs> I fucking hate this game. Um, there are, I, I really got to rein myself in here and try to be objective about this, but it's very hard. Where in the first cutscene, the game is awful. Where you know you're like, oh my god. And I, I'm going to tell everybody this. This was the second Resident Evil game I ever played as a kid, and I already didn't love it. Let's, um, well, let's just assume that you you saw that and you weren't thrown by it, or you were a kid, so you didn't really get. You didn't care. Or, yeah, it was just like, oh, okay, so this is what's going on. Whatever, okay. As the game unfolds, um, I I mean, I, I was like, okay, this is ridiculous. But I didn't realize how much worse for me it was going to get. Um, it, it's it's just like, it, it's nonstop. I think the, the biggest problem with this game is how fucking long it is. It's so long. It's absurdly long, um, very repetitive. I believe there's a disc change. Yeah. Well, we'll get to all this. Um, Let me just say, I think this is originally for the Dreamcast. Yes. Right? This is the first one to use fully rendered environments instead of pre-rendered backdrops. And the camera kind of moves with you a little. Yeah. So, I mean... It looks worse. It looks... It it has aged worse than 3. Yeah. Um, And this is the case for a lot of games that, that do this. Um, this, it's in that weird twilight period where yeah. between between consoles. Yeah, um, it it just does not look great. Um, I if you're if you can't deal with the pre-rendered backdrops, maybe you prefer this. Um, I don't know how. <laughs> <laughs> this it's so it's, bad. It, lo- it looks terrible. I mean, okay, so you start like in prison. Yep, with the guy who, island. who needs the medicine. Who needs medicine. You, he dies anyway, so yeah. that's fine. Um, <laughs> that's fine. Yeah, it's it's fine. Um, it immediately after this game starts, you meet the worst character in the entire Resident Evil franchise. You know who I'm talking about. Uh, please tell the audience who it is. His name is Steve. Oh. And he's a little boy who has two <laughs> Mac 11s, and he runs around, and he's like. Nothing personal, kid. He's really like he's one of those types of characters. He's really annoying. He is like he's acted if, horribly. He's acted horribly. His voice is terrible. It's really, it's really like, why are you here and how are you still? Alive? I almost forgot he was in the game until you brought this up. Really, it's so bad because he has also like for, you know how many like characters that you want to know more about you you'd be happy to spend more time with like Marvin like yes. he's great Steve is like holy shit he's there like the whole game yes it's insane how much they had riding on this character he's like the Jar Jar Binks yeah. of this fucking game <laughs> he is the Jar it's Jar really Binks like of this oh game. no like you're still here he doesn't like he contributes nothing but annoyance it's so bad <laughs> um we'll get I mean it. 
Yeah, well, we'll get into this. His boss, his boss battles really bad. Um, I, th- I mean, it kinda, wait, can we, wait, 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 wait. I'm so angry about this. Can we back this up just for a moment? Sure. Steve is awful. Every character in this game is awful. I was gonna say that. I mean, but he is, in terms of like, he does not even serve a purpose. Like, you could have no. cut him out, and it would have been fine. It would have been better. That's true. If he wasn't in the game, it would have been a better game. But you. <sighs> There's no way around this, but just getting right to it. The villain of this game is, it's not, it's a disaster. It's in in pretty much every way. Um, It's like, so initially you are fighting Alfred. Yes. Ashford, who is the the lord of of, the manor of 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 something jail his 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 grandfather was was one of the founders of umbrella and all that shit because of Uh, course yeah of course um so this character to say the least would be considered very problematic in today's not in the year 2000 but in the year 2019 i was like oh no as soon as they showed what was going on i was like oh dear beppy why don't you tell our audience in the most sensitive way about this character um alfred ashford is an unhinged full camp cross-dressing mutant who can fly jets and they present this character in the least delicate uh, presentation possible. Yes. Um, it's probably an aspect of maybe a Japanese culture thing. Yeah. Um, because several, uh, I don't want to get too, this is probably a subject for a different podcast, but there are several instances in Japanese games where um, LGBT stuff is made fun of a little bit. Yeah. Um, so we don't have to get too far into that. But when this game came out, it was a, it was 19 years ago, eight, 2001, something like that. Um, something like that. And it is it is not tastefully done. It's really cringy. It's acted horribly. It, and it's, it's really like it's just playing into a stereotype of the fact that it has to be both that Alfred is both a villain and he's also insane. And he's the only example of someone who is like gender non-conforming. And so it's just like to play that now is like, uh, well, you know, you kind of expect some insensitivity as if you're playing a game from a couple decades ago, but it's just like, it's hard to, cause it's so campy. It's, it's really bad. so insane. And then they just keep adding layers upon layers. Of they really pile it on. Bizarre. Like he's also like, like super powered and can fly jets. And he thinks that he's his sister. Something like points, that. Who is, we discover much later on is still alive. Yep. So it was all these like unnecessary contrivances. Like that would have been, you know, a kind of like tasteless, but still effective plot twist. If we thought we were fighting both of them, but then it's like, no, she's been dead all this time, but that they do that. They pull that. And then later on they're like, Oh no, she's actually still alive. Cause this game is too fucking long. So it needs more twists. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. She's a, Flaming demon lady. She she has um, bat wings and tentacles and it's so bad. That's that's a story for uh, a couple minutes from now, but um, no, it's just just a, a complete disaster of a villain in every pr- pretty much every way. Um, apologies if if I didn't describe this uh, in the most sensitive way possible. I'm just tr- drawing from memory and trying to figure out what the motivation was behind this character. Um, I have no idea. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's insane. It is really like the, the genesis of all their ridiculous shit that happens in the future. It's like, we're going to like, we're going to talk about this towards the end of the resident evil segment, but this is really one of those games where they needed somebody in here to say no, <laughs> like don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> they, they could really have benefited did. from it many times. Dude, do you remember this the, was the first time that that was really necessary. really needed? Do you yeah. remember? Do you remember that one cutscene where like Wesker is having like a, a wall running, punching, flying moment with the fire demon lady? Do you remember that in the mansion? It's yes. Just, well, they reintroduce Wesker in this game. Oh, right. Sorry, Wesker's a, a flying monster. Not thing. only is he alive, surprise, he is also. He has matrix abilities now. Yes. He like and it's it's really 
all this stuff that bothers you much later on in the series comes from here. Um, it's it's really insane. They don't explain his motivations really too well. Um, I mean, he's a cool character, so I guess I'm glad they brought him back. I just thought he shouldn't have made it out of the first one. He gets it's pretty conclusive. Like he gets run through, and that's it. Yeah, I really don't feel like he should have been in any games that aren't the first one. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, this game like it's makes tough. me tired. Like it's so bad. I'm already tired. I'm not even like I don't know. I guess have so much more to say. I, <laughs> I was gonna say, please continue unless you want me to 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 take some uh, stuff. I'll, from I'll here. like I'll uh, throw it back to you at certain points. But yeah. I was gonna say, um, the way this game is structured is really is really aggressive, uh, really egregious because you play as Claire. You're on this island. You go to Antarctica. There's you get captured, I believe, and then dun, 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 switch discs. Now you're playing as Chris, and you have to play the island again. And then he goes to Antarctica, and you play, and it's the same shit. Like there's, there are so few shortcuts. There are so few like like it recycles so much content and. Uh, not only I'm going to sigh a lot when we make this. There are so many bad choices in the first half of the game Yeah, where you can soft lock yourself out of being able to beat it because enemies, re- a couple times. enemies respawn in the island segment. Yeah. So if you keep wiping enemies, you can run out of ammo and not be able to beat bosses and you have to do the whole game again. Um, and it's just unbelievable to me, like how much backtracking there is, how many enemies there are. It just, I, I, you could see them going the mini action route in this game, yeah. But it does not work, and no. enemies are bullet sponges. They respawn, the, and then when you have to do the same segment as Chris, yeah. Oh, it's like why? I mean, I've I've got a lot of stuff from when I first played this game. Yeah, please. Um, about the complaints that I had on the fly. So I'm gonna have a little bit more to say about this. Go than ahead. I had a couple of the other ones, but um, <laughs> so my first thing was voice acting has reached a new low, which is yeah. It we've we've established that, um, fighting controls and camera more than ever, which is unexpected because I you know I had so much less difficulty with three. I just think it's another one of these um, bad trends that continued into Resident Evil Zero, yeah. where they tried to make a quality of life or artistic choice that did not work. It didn't pay off at all. No, like be, the camera being able to move or it not being 100% static did not help the game. Yeah, there's a lot of situations where you need to be super precise with your movements, and it's just really clumsy, and you get into extremely like punishing results like if you like with the um what are the, the stretch armstrong guys called oh oh ball, but bandersnatches yeah 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 yeah, yeah those guys because <sighs> that like what the fuck is their hitbox like they just whoop they just yeah. throw their arm at you it's like oh okay. and also like what is that is that a man is that <laughs> like <laughs> like you know is what that I mean? a man <laughs> no do you know what i mean we're just like zombie. No, is, I think is it's human. like an experiment, right? I don't I mean, know. But think about it: like zombies, human, right? Yeah. Dog is dog. <laughs> what is what like, is Bandersnatch? I think it's like a frog. I don't know. I don't know. And you know what it is? It's a bad gameplay choice. It's just like, it, to me, it was just like a big yellow blob that, like, its arms could extend, like Mister Fantastic. I hated it. Was it. Like, and dude, I, I have here also, uh, besides the enemy placement being ass. The ordinary zombies can take uh, seven to ten handgun shots or five shotgun blasts. So it, you in a game with respawning enemies and finite ammo, thank you. Thank you so much, Capcom, uh, for yeah. this wonderful... Thank you that I can shoot between 11 and 14 crossbow <laughs> bullets at a single enemy. So I just, sick. I guess that is... I guess if we were to summarize that, there are a lot of balancing issues in this game. Yeah. A, a lot. The, vo- the avoidance is very tough. Um, which is a bad thing to happen where ammo and herbs are increasingly scarce. Can I say one positive thing about this game? Okay. And there aren't many. If you must. This is, if I must. This is one of the few games where if you mash fast enough, you can take zero damage from an enemy. It's true. You can. You can get grabbed and just do a, a heroic, you know, mashing and take none. Yeah. Which I, this is, that is one aspect of strategy that is good about this game. The rest is bad. No, yeah. It's, it's, uh... 
I mean, fair is fair. I'll give it that. Yep. Um, but balancing is a good point because like some of the bosses, like the, the spider and the salamander, they're, they're real pushovers. And then you have the Steve boss fight because later he gets infected and he turns into a big like Hulk monster. Ogre axe thing. Yes. And it's you, as far as I know, I think there may be like one very awkward way around it, but you have to take damage. Yes, it's another aspect of soft locking in this game. By soft locking, I mean um, there are ways to not be able to beat the game because of resources. Yeah. Um, and it's really, really bad. In the Steve boss fight, I believe there was one very, very specific workaround. Yeah. You have to run away from Steve until yeah. the end, mm -hmm. and you have to have at least two full healing items with you, or you can't win. You're fucked. You can't win. <laughs> You're absolutely no, fucked. No, you literally can't. Yeah. You, and, and that is so poorly done. Yeah. Where you just got, what, 40 hours into the game, 30 it's, it's long. It's far into the game. It's yeah. almost the end. Mm -hmm. And I cannot can't believe I wouldn't, they did I wouldn't that. pick it up if I couldn't do that. I cannot believe I think they, I just about made it a couple of times. Like, yeah. I just cannot believe they did that. It, with, the balancing in this game is a mess. It's horrific. Um, no, I, I, it's, it's difficult to say because it, it's like things that bothered me. I was like, oh, this sucks, this sucks. And then, but the game just kept going on. So all those little problems just kept getting stretched out over the course of the game. Um, I, I really, I have no idea how it got so positive, positively received at the time. It was very positively received at the time. Um, I gotta think at that time where 3D games were still in a very awkward phase, the production values for the time were through the roof. Yeah. Um, That's probably a factor. Um, when I think about that era of games, I can't think of many 3D action games, especially shooters, where the combat and the enemy design and the world design was that intricate, even though I think it's bad. Yeah. Now. Um, I think the locations are a lot worse than the than 1, yeah. 2, 3. I did not hate the... I didn't hate the prison. Uh, I, I didn't think it made a lot of sense that you were in a jail cell which led to a graveyard. It didn't make a lot of sense. I did not hate that. It was a little bit creepy, a little bit like, okay, um, maybe I wouldn't have thought to have a game in this setting, but why do you go to Antarctica? Why? Like, And then there's like, um, oh, there was one, one kind of spooky part where you go into like a torture chamber. Do you yeah. know what I'm talking about? Uh, a little tense. But I think that was something to do with the guy, the dad who has an open heart. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> That's yeah, the yeah. best way I can describe him. Yeah. But um, over when you go to Antarctica and you get to the fake mansion, another fake mansion. Oh, I showed you that. It's like the, they they remade the same. Ugh, I, know. I you know you know why that exists. Why I'm assuming because they wanted to flex that they could recreate the mansion in uh, a fully rendered uh, environment. Fuck you. That's, like, why, that's why it happened, <laughs> fuck right? Fuck you. Like, it, ugh. I just I think at that point when I'm Resident Evil is an interesting thing where you really have to be careful of how big the game is. Because yeah. I believe Code Veronica is about thirty to forty hours in a first play. Mm -hmm. And for a horror game, that's got to be a tight between what six and twenty, six something like that. It, it really it obviously well, it depends it goes, on the game. It, it goes back to, well, for one, this game is not a horror game. No, it's I not. wouldn't. I wouldn't classify it as such. It has. It plays it's horror themed. It plays similarly to the the older games. Um, somehow gets a lot of things wrong that they got right, um, but it is not focused on being scary no and it should have been number one but number two it goes back to what we were saying where the longer it goes on the more gear you get the less scary things become um i, I really didn't like how claire became a damsel in distress and that the whole chris chapter was based on rescuing her when she had so much agency before and she was like she she was a tough biker, you know. She was on her on her own mission, and then she's caught in like a spider web or something. I fucking forget. Oh, <laughs> I just I remember when I was at the end of this game, I said, "Can this fucking end?" I, I like, yeah, I screamed like end. Yeah, <laughs> I think you actually end the game as Chris, don't you? Mm, I think it goes back to Claire. Does it? When when do you fight the the final boss with the first person view and the the rocket? 
I believe that's with Claire. But that's at the, that's at the very end where that's you fight you fight um, Alexia in her three forms where she's a, yes. she's a bat. I remember Chris. Why are there so many Chris, bats in this franchise? Fuck this game. <laughs> I just. I maybe you do it together. I don't remember. It's just I. Everything this, about it seems just like th- incredibly game poorly. Makes conceived. me tired because it is so tedious. Yeah. There's so much backtracking. It's so the respawning enemies. It's so long. The characters are so bad. I remembered something. Yes, the the typewriter and item box placement is completely nonsensical. Yes, sometimes it is, they're separate. I can understand like having a typewriter by itself. Like you can save here, but you can't do any item management. They have item boxes without any typewriters, and it's like that. Why? why? <laughs> Just put them together. Like yeah. not at all. I don't know. It was, it was weird. And then you have to go back. Remember there's something where you, you can't get that item unless you leave it in a, like... A security box? Yeah. Yeah. And then it was... It's not a mandatory item, but it's... it's a fire just, extinguisher. Yes. Talking about getting a, the Magnum? Yes. Oh, a, and I, you can lock yourself out of getting the Magnum, too. And I did. I left it in there. And I'm like, fuck you. I think the, the fire that you have to extinguish there, like it was like hitting me without my character model even touching it. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's just fucking on brand at this point. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I okay. So inexplicably to me, a lot of people like this game. Personally, it is my least favorite of all the ones that I played. Um, wow. It's in my bottom three for sure. It, um, it, just because it's so painful. Like I will never touch this game ever again i i <laughs> beppy actually caught me speechless there for a second i i can't believe i liked this game as a kid well i shouldn't say that it i played zero and then code veronica and then my memory's hazy i think i played one mm-hmm. i remember restarting this game with my friends because of soft locking and i remember remarking that i like zero better yeah. I can't believe I'm saying that. <laughs> I, I can now. I mean, I because that's like you could just play that like in like ten hours, you're done. You can just play. This it. is this is torture. I just, <laughs> I I honestly think we should go to closing thoughts on this game. Um, yeah, I have nothing else to say. I other than it's fucking it's a mistake. <laughs> yeah, I think I cannot believe this game was so well received. I don't like it at all. Um, and it's uh, purely it is. It's because it's not scary. It is annoying. Yeah. It is very annoying and takes too long. Mm-hmm. And those are my final thoughts. If if we're missing something, if we played the wrong version of this yeah, game, if we pl- like I opened my box and got like, oh my God. I don't know. I mean, I have it right here. I mean. It's, it's you know, you put it in, it plays. Oh, there it if is. If I played the wrong version of Code Veronica X on the GameCube, let me know, because this game sucks. <laughs> if everything we are describing sounds familiar, then I stand by my assertion that it is oh the worst Oh, my God. One. Find and earn cool weapons to battle biohazard-generated <laughs> creatures. Fuck you. <laughs> so you got some that's Stretch it. Armstrong men? We're done with this. All right, that's, that's it. Fucking wrap on Fuck Code Veronica. Game. Don't play it. Don't play All right, moving on to one of the most significant, important entries in this whole franchise, Resident Evil 4. Um, just played it a couple months ago for the first time. I was very impressed for the most part. Um, I'm going to defer to Greg for uh, his impressions because this is a game that had huge huge ripples on the entire industry for better or worse and uh i mean i can only i i just keep reading interviews where it's like oh well we actually were very inspired by resident Evil 4 like completely irrelevant like gears of war and right everything like that it's crazy this yeah this game this beppy really nailed it this game affected games affected the gaming industry forever this was a mecca of a release when I get to the year 2005, this was the game. Every single game after the after <clears throat> Resident Evil 4 copied Resident Evil 4. Quick time events, even though they were in Shenmue, but quick time <laughs> events, over the, sho- over the shoulder third person action could never go back yeah. after this. Um, so a little bit of a, some good history about this game. Um, Nintendo paid Capcom to make three games exclusive to the GameCube. And those three games were Resident Evil 1 Remake, 0, and 4. 
um, Shinji Mikami made Resident Evil 4 out of a reaction to how poorly the Resident Evil 1 remake sold, which I think is heartbreaking. Um, there's a, a translated interview with him you can find where he said, I thought I made my best game in reference to Resident Evil 1, and then no one bought it. And that's heartbreaking. Yeah. And it ended, he, as a backlash or a reaction to that, they made an over-the-top third-person shooter that changed video games forever. Um, to to yeah. cut in, I just wanted to yeah. mention how, in the process of this, they made Devil May Cry. Yes, which um, is interesting. Resident Evil after Code Veronica, and you know, and the remake and Zero, um, Capcom went through a lot of um, uh, demos or builds up uh, or. What's the what's the word? I think um, we got it. I mean, it's it, they went through a lot of yeah. maybe uh, ideas of where the franchise should go, mm-hmm. um, and there is a Resident Evil three point five demo that's been widely released on the internet that you can't play, but you can watch. Mm-hmm. You can see it's almost looks like Code Veronica, where the camera angle moves a little, but it's still static. And Leon, it, it stars Leon. He's fighting ghosts in a house. Really? Yes. Uh, you never seen this? I don't think so. Really? Okay. No. They, it's called the Hookman demo. Okay. It's very available online. You can really see where Capcom was struggling with, should this be a horror game or what should this be? Yeah. Um, and I think I played this game on release day mm. when I was 13 or 14 and it blew my mind. Yeah. Like this was just for whoever listens to this, whether you're a younger or older, Beppy and I are in our 20s. Um, this game really did change video games and it was huge. So we're going to go into it. Yeah. Um, feel free to, um, start with your first thought. No, I, um, I was, I mean, obviously I can't compare my having played probably dozens of games that were inspired by this game before I even played it. Um, I just think it's really impressive that they not only create like this, this franchise, reinvented itself so hard that it it you know resident evil one was so impactful and then like it's so rare to have like not even another one like the fourth entry be like equally impactful yeah more so where where you know it i think what you're saying is it's so rare for a franchise to impact the video game industry as a whole more than once yeah like resident evil one spawned every horror game ever it's Silent Hill turns into Metal Gear Solid. Like, it's a huge amount of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, and when you think about Resident Evil 4, and you think about, like you just said, Gears of War, Ghost Recon, mm-hmm. like, every, every, literally everything. Yeah. That, every third-person shooter is this game. I didn't realize that this was the, the genesis of third-person. the first one. <laughs> it's crazy. unbelievable, really. I mean, it's, it's, it's hard to believe that no one else thought of this. I know. <laughs> you know, before um, this. I just... When it comes to this game, it, it's it's tough to go back and play it now. I did. I think that the build that I was playing, the the PS4 build, and I, I didn't realize uh, this is evidently it's like a Skyrim thing where every time there's a new console, they're like, "Well, important Resident Evil 4." Yeah, and I like think it's been is, released nine times. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's. I think it's earned it. Yeah. Uh, I, I think the 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 version that I played, I don't know if they changed anything, but the the camera was like a little tight. It was a little too tight on Leon. I would have preferred a little bit more. No, it loose. is tight. It, it, um, yep. But I mean, that's, I don't know. It didn't bother me that much. It's just, it was enough for me to notice. I, um, what's tough about this game playing it now when I, when you played it at the time, monumental game, uh, when you play it now, um, I do think the game is pretty clunky. Um, what I actually found disappointing was Capcom re-released Resident Evil 1 and Resident Evil 0 with an updated control scheme where there are no tank controls. Right. You can analog uh, use the analog stick freely. Yeah. I expected Resident Evil 4 to be the same. We're oh, okay, they're putting it on Xbox One and PS4. You're going to be able to move freely. You can't. And I really I was very disappointed that they chose not to make that uh, decision. Yeah. Um, but I really should go back to what the game... I shouldn't talk about it in terms of 2019. I should talk about it in terms of when it came out. Yeah. Um, so many aspects of this game work, and so many aspects of this game really drove action games for the next decade. Yeah. Um, especially, I want to talk about this right off, every boss battle is cool in this game. Yeah. All of them. 
everything from the the lake monster where you throw spears to the chief to the god everything this game really goes set piece to set piece to boss to boss and it's really cool um go ahead no i I was just gonna say before we get too far into it how they make it work in terms of the free aiming yeah how they have the laser sight yeah i I do think the crosshair is better but i mean it's like it's cool that that was their solution at the time that's a very like what's the word you know how music can be diegetic and non-diegetic it's the exact same thing this is a very diegetic gameplay element where the laser sight comes out of your gun and it's the aiming reticle yep it's a cool idea yeah i mean it's uh yeah i it, it is a good addition um, the new inventory is awesome. I oh think. yeah, it's such a fun little mini game. Yeah, yeah. like you just kind of making everything fit uh, perfectly well. Um, this is kind of the beginning of quick time events for like they, for they, mainstream they, games. They hung in there for a while. Um, I don't despise them in this game, but I don't like them generally in games. I like them better when they use like the controls that say like X is attack. Yeah. And then like you have a quick time event where you have to press X to attack some as long as it like lines up. It makes I, more sense. I like it better. I don't know how you feel about it. On the GameCube, this game did not control well. Okay. Um they had that same issue where why is left and right now roll? In a quick time event, right. you can't do that. Yeah. Or why is X now swing knife? That is never the button. Yeah. Uh, which I don't like. Um, but this it's this game is very tough for me, where I think many aspects of this game are stupid. Yeah. A lot of the dialogue is bad. It's a lot of one-liner, goofy, goofy 80s action movie-y. Yeah. But it also is arguably the most influential game of all time. Yeah. Um, so it's hard to judge. Um I, what I, I feel like if there's anybody who hasn't played this game who's listening to this, there's no I would find that hard to believe. Yeah. I, I know so many people that I know who don't play horror games beat this. Yeah. And they liked it. I, I it does like I tell people I was playing it for the first time, I'm like, you've never played that before. That's like you. Like, like yeah. you played it for the first time what? Three months ago? Yeah, a couple months ago. That's and, really hard for me to believe. And a lot of people a lot of people I know, like, they don't follow this series, but they've played this. Exactly. You know? I know so, so many gamers who fall into that category. Yeah. Um, I think it, like, it just sucked me in immediately because this is this is something that may not resonate with a lot of people, but it has one of my favorite settings for the intro, which is, like, it's it feels like fall, but it's, like this state of like perpetual afternoon where it's like the lighting is just like it's just there like it's like it's it's very still um it it creeps me out a lot and it's like that's that's where they put you at the beginning and i'm like okay i'm like it's you know it's an action game but it's like you're uneasy like when you're that's where i do feel like uh getting into really the objective um analysis of this game the strongest segment is the village oh yeah it's the beginning um I will get into the later parts of the game in a couple of minutes, but I do feel like the game does start to fall off in the castle and it really falls off in the island where the game starts to really go down this hallway of arcadiness and and it not it getting it verging on too dumb or like too stupid. Yeah, I do. I like the castle because it reminds me of like classic Resident Evil kind of gothic yeah. horror. Uh, and there is some shortcuts and exploration yeah. and stuff like that. I, I like it less than the village. Yep. Um, and the island, I just did not like at all. No. So, <laughs> um, so, but let's stick with the beginning for now. I mean, it's just a great setup. I, I was gonna say, I think the intro to this Resident Evil game is is probably the best one in the franchise, maybe besides Seven. Yeah. Uh, the way they set it up with you, you know, you go to the house, you're kind of walking down the path, you encounter a couple of, you know, ganados is what they call them. Yeah. And then, those cops that are mocking you in the beginning. Oh it's like, God. it's so, so memorable. I know. And like when you, when you play the village sequence and the, all the village comes after you and you have to fend them off. Yeah. It's amazing. And then, you know, I believe it's, it's amount of enemies killed is how it's programmed. Yeah. Or I wasn't sure because I, I was on down to my last bullet yep. and either way, it's just like, you don't know, like yeah. you're, you're just reacting how you would in yeah. that situation. And it's great because it's like, they're, hadn't been anything like that 
in one of these games before, possibly in like any game, any game at all. And it's like I think, I think the the most successful ideas in this franchise and a great way to grow it going forward is when they take ideas from like successful horror movies, yeah. like great concepts that are that just work really well in yeah. certain games. And this is like because they did they did zombies, they did zombies as pretty much as well as you could. Yeah. Um, and now they're doing like an evil village kind of thing. Like where, where like these people are human. They talk. Yeah. Yeah. And they communicate and they sort of live normally. Sort yeah. of. And then when they see you, they wig out. And yeah. You, and then they have to kill you. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, and which in and of itself is, is a whole different level of scary. Yeah. It, yeah. This, a very good word for this game is white knuckle. Yes. There are a lot of them and one of you. Mm-hmm. And it's just like they're all communicating and it's it is uneasy. Yeah. And this let's say this as much as I will dump on this game within the next couple of minutes. Yeah. This game is intense. It is. Like you when you're blasting away and waves of these people are coming at you and throwing axes and pitchforks at you. Yeah. You're you're ready to rumble. Like you like it's it's a good game. Yeah. I I, I also like the um the the Spanish that is uh, like they're communicating in a language that you may or may not understand. Yeah. Um, and they're talking amongst themselves. And if you if you do know what they're saying, it's kind of even scarier. Funnier. <laughs> it's funnier. Well, actually, scarier. they'll mock you if you don't play well. I'm really? behind you, imbecile. That's awesome. That's, it's really funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's That's so sick. It's what's really funny is it, a flaw of the game. Unfortunately, is they're speaking in a Mexican dialect, but you're in Spain. True. Yeah. Unfortunate, but it's I didn't know that as a non-Spanish speaker. I was reading also. Um, you know, the wikis are notoriously nitpicky, but it was like, well, there's easily 500 villagers, but it could realistically only support 30, you know, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, it's yeah, one yeah, of those yeah. choices, but it's like, whatever, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel the same way. Uh, yeah, but no, I, the whole, the whole intro is great. Um, I, I thought it was an interesting, you know, already an interesting setup that you're going after the president's daughter. Um, and then you also have this ticking clock element of Leon being injected with yeah. the parasite. And that is something it's not initially, initially easily swept away. And it's like, well, I, what am I going to do about this? Like you're thinking about the whole game, like that you have like a ticking clock until this manifests into something else. Yeah. So that's, I mean, like it's an, int- it's a compelling premise, like both sides of it. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, like you were saying, all the set pieces, like the lake monster, is really cool. the The cave troll is like the first time you see it it's, anyway. The is first awesome. time is cool. The rest, I think, maybe shouldn't have been there. No, yeah. Um, it's it's interesting too that when before it even came out, the way they framed it was very like Fellowship of the Ring, like yep. all the like the cutscene direction. I was like, what is a cave troll going to come out? Yes. And then it did. <laughs> I was like, wow. So like, I think if, it was definitely and, like an and homage. If you go up to the door before the boss battle, it says I can hear something growling. Yeah. And it's like, oh boy. Yeah. So, uh, even though it looks like a boss chamber, but whatever. It's fine. It's, I just, the thing about this game that I think we should go and do next is Resident Evil really jumped the shark with Code Veronica, but it really start it really really did in this game where not only I do think Ashley is a bad character, yeah. we'll go into that too, but I think it's like it's schlock but it's but, schlock that works because it's tonally consistent. I was going to I would can I add on that? Yeah. The problems I have with the Resident Evil franchise are that sometimes it tries to be serious and sometimes it's stupid unintentionally. Yes. This game is stupid the whole time. On purpose. On purpose. Yeah. 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 And you know, like, like the um, when you're fighting um, Chief Mendez yes. in the in the barn. Yeah. And it's on fire. That is fucking awesome. And yeah. It's ridiculous, but it wor- It reminds me of, like the thing or something. Yeah. It's just like a really intense boss Hasta fight. Luego. Yeah. I still remember this game. Like I still remember all the stupid lines. Yeah. And you take his eye out. Yeah. Yeah. That was a great bit. Uh. I think we got to move on to the castle, right? That's yeah, like, uh, <laughs> I, I was gonna say. Well, we should before we go into the castle, we should talk about Ashley because you get her before that. That's true. Yeah, I do think the Ashley segments do make the game worse. Um, I have had worse companions. Like I she have, does what you tell her. She does what I don't like about this. Yes, you can tell her to hide. Yes, um, your enemies will go after her and try to kidnap her. I just feel like the segments with her are worse. Because it's just this, annoying. It's annoying. And this game is more intense when it's just you. Yeah. 
Uh, when you have, more fun. it's more fun. And there are some aspects to the game that are pointless. Example: Why Ashley can only take one or one or two hits before dying? Why would you heal her when resources are at a premium? Yeah. Why right. can and, can you can you use yellow? Yes, herbs on you can there? upgrade her health okay, too. So that's. Um, and what I also don't like, I, I, I like that there are checkpoints in this game because it's a different kind of game. Yeah. But it also takes the tension out of the game. Eh, I might as well try this part again because the saves are so generous. Yeah. Eh, Ashley's going to die. I don't care. I, I got a checkpoint anyway. Yeah. It starts to take you out of the experience a little. Um, it's, it's, I just feel like the game, this is a personal preference. The game is better when she's not on the screen. <laughs> yeah. It is. Yeah. And, it's kind of true. She's yeah. just like annoying. It, it'd be one thing if it was almost like a. Then again, I can't use future sight here. If it was like a Last of Us situation where Ashley can do things for you, yeah, or she can fight a little or do some things with you that aren't hugely scripted. Like, oh, I need to put Ashley on my shoulders to open a door. Yeah, like if there was well, some okay. usefulness. I'm gonna jump ahead here, yeah, just for the sake of this comparison. Because that is a good way to get you attached to a character is if they have some sort of utilitarian yeah. uh, purpose. Later on, I honestly, the whole game, you're going to think I'm terrible, but I couldn't care what, what the fuck happens to Ashley. I don't either. Um, so, but at the end, when you're on the island and you're completely surrounded by everyone, that guy Mike comes in with the helicopter. Yes. And he fucking mows down everyone. And I was just like, yes. Mike. And I was, and but like when he dies inevitably because every secondary character dies, I was like, no. Yes. Yeah. So it's like, that's how you get people invested. Yes. Like he's not developed at all. He's just he's like, great. For eight minutes. He helps you. That's yeah. it. That's She doesn't help you at all. She just annoys you. Yeah. She's annoying. And, it's you're right that I mean I think that that segment of the game is not good <coughs> yeah but like it's that's just a, that's a highlight of that part. but you know what it is it's just like it's the game at the island is just such a shooty blasty fest it's really they could have cut most of it I think yeah but that Mike segment you're right where I was like when Mike's like you know I got you covered and I'm yeah. like let's go <laughs> <laughs> let's fucking go baby let's go but uh yeah no I just had to jump ahead real quick just to make that comparison but yeah you yeah you briefly are with her and you go into the castle and she gets captured again and you meet napoleon yeah you meet oh. which is another he is pretty in line not as extreme as the Ashley. ashfords the, the, sorry the ashfords yeah, yeah. Well, he, a, i don't think he's a good character you know what though but because the game is dumb the whole time i think he works he does he works right it's and, weird and leon's one liners with him are funny yeah when he bro well, <laughs> yeah, that too. But when he's, you know, his little like um, imperial guards that he's got, and he sends one of them after you later. Yes. He's like, "I've sent my right hand to take care of you." And Leon says, "Your right hand comes off." Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what? Wait, all right. This must sound better in Japanese because yeah. this makes no yeah. fucking <laughs> sense. <laughs> Was that supposed to be a burn? Yeah, <laughs> your I, right hand comes off. <laughs> that was so funny. Um, uh, I didn't like. I didn't hate the castle chapter. I thought it was like weaker you than the village. Is? I don't I, hate it. It's too long. It is a bit long. Yeah. Um, but that, also, that is the one where you get the cocaine. Oh, get him, get him, get yeah. him. That's pretty scary. You, you just, um, you hear it in the distance, like, oh, shit. Yeah. There are, you know what I do like about this game? I like most of the enemy design. I like when they start wearing those uh, gold masks so you can't headshot them. That's clever. Yeah, I was going to say, the one thing I don't love is I feel like too many zombies, when their head pops off, the virus comes out. Yeah, there that's annoying. There are a bit too many, but what I do like um the 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 blind or um I'm sorry uh the blind guys with the claws you know like the mini bosses with the armor and they can slash at you and you have to this that one segment where you have to snipe their backs oh yeah, 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 yeah. I do like that I thought the enemy design in this game is good yeah uh, you know a lot of different weapons um a lot of different in all parts of the game the, what, wait uh is this can you kill the centipedes when they come out? Um, Las Plagas when they come out of their necks is this the one you can kill them with flash grenades yes so that's like a little bit more utility for the flash grenades yeah that, that no it, I will say this you're right cool way to use flash grenades yeah very cool because it's like um, they're blind or whatever um Jumping ahead a little bit, since you're talking about enemy design, I think the regenerators are really clever, and I don't think I've seen them anything like them in any other game. No, where you what you have to use the thermal sight and shoot parts of their body. Yeah, because the parasites are in them. That yeah. is a part of the game that gives a lot of gamers a lot of anxiety. Yeah. I didn't really get that because I was a veteran of the franchise at that point. Right. I just thought, all right, let's go. 
Yeah. Um, and our, our mutual friend who just played it for the first time told uh, told me he was really those enemies really freaked him out. Yeah, because you hear the yeah the the, the sort of the the, the breathing. It's yes. pretty good. Um, that's really the best part of the island, though. The rest of it kind of sucks. Yeah. Well, um, just going through. I liked I liked uh, the. When you do, when you fight his right hand, and you have to freeze Verdugo. it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you're in the sewer, That's and you have, right. to, you have to dump over the tanks uh, yeah. and freeze them. It's better than the giant crickets. They're pretty forgettable. I agree. Um, <laughs> oh no! Like we'll talk about that. That's um, when it comes to that boss. As a kid, or my first time playing it, I was like, okay, this section's awesome. When like you have to do the quick time events, why? Whoop, and his tail oh, comes out. Yeah, yeah, Whoa. yeah. That was tense. It was pretty cool. There is an app before we. Okay, we'll talk about enemies for a second. Those, um, con- not conquistadors. I forget what the the enemy Spanish. <laughs> it's close to that. Yeah, it is. It's novistadors. The, the yeah, unseen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those those little bug enemies are very broken. There is a segment in a cave where like eighty come after you. You can get yes. caught in an infinite loop of taking damage. Right. And it, especially on on the on professional mode, that section is unbelievable. Like mm. it is so poorly broken um that's really the one enemy i did not like i just thought it just wasn't fair do you think like we haven't talked a lot about the different difficulties but do you think it's one of those cases where they didn't test that they just bumped up the values um because that yeah, happened well, in like it happens sometimes like have like halo 2 and legendary yeah. is like they did not test it it's it's clearly just broken i would say yes <laughs> because resident Evil 4 is all math there's no other aspects yeah it's all shooting and damage mm-hmm. that's it I think I think enemy damage in Resident Evil 4 on professional is very bloated, um, like to the point where I don't I don't want to talk about professional too much, where it's really it's not the standard difficulty it's unlocked, right? Um, but I would say Resident Evil 4 is challenging enough. It is, if yeah. you ask me. Um, uh, when you get to that later part where you're in like the mine carts and they start oof. dropping the chainsaw guys on you, we haven't talked about those guys yet. That is an interesting like panic uh kind that of situation is a very good enemy design where i remember the first time i encountered one you know it took me probably 14 years to actually do that segment in the village where you get the shotgun and he comes out right i never did that yeah um but the chainsaw guys when you hear it revving mm-hmm. you're like whoa and they're just screaming and running at you yeah it's like whoa. get that music that starts playing yeah it's cool um no I, yeah I do want to say one thing about the bosses in this game because there is a Resident Evil 4 it is dated at this point I so I don't want to dump on it too much for the visuals don't stand up today the I think the shooting is very clunky today something I do want to talk about there is a I believe a balancing issue in the game and that balancing issue is you can infinitely buy rocket launchers you can just buy them when they defeat every boss in one shot that's true, yeah. That is a very broken <laughs> I part never of this bought game one, so that's where yeah. you that whole Napoleon fight is you can just shoot a rocket at him and it ends. Oh, that that boss fight is absurd. Yeah, it's That's where the game really like kicks it into high schlock. Yeah, high <laughs> schlock. We should really have a moment in this where we have to like ring a bell for a schlock moment or yeah. like, or be like, "Oh wait, they jumped the shark again." You, you can just put it in posts like, yeah. I don't know what we do, but uh, some some thing from the games, Oops. I guess. But that that was a real like. Are you even even though I knew I was playing a schlocky game, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like he turns gigantic and yeah. his left hand joins him in in being gigantic, and they're yeah. both like trying to grab you and shit. And I was like, all right, well, I, I don't I, love this part, yeah. but okay. <laughs> I've beaten the game so many times where I actually haven't beaten some bosses in so long. I rocket launcher everybody. Yeah, they really should not it. allow you to do that. Yeah. Um, but we haven't talked about that though. The buying and selling system, which this is the first game where that was in it, yes, it's excellent. It, it really make the upgrade system is just very fun. Yep. Um, and there's some some minor part of that with the health too, with the yellow herbs. Yeah, your health is upgradable. Yeah, that was the first time you could do that because because the game is long enough where and replayable enough where it matters. Like you know you can fuck around with it a little bit. Um, the merchant is is of course iconic at yeah. this point. What are you buying? Um, There's so many iconic moments in this game, really. And it's he he remains one of the you know is another thing like Ashley, who is a developed character 
versus the merchant who has like five lines and is so much more interesting. Yeah, and I it's know. like you—they never explain it. No, like it's how does he keep showing up in all these absurd locations? And it's like he will also show up in more sensible locations. Like if enemies are gonna flood a corridor, he will move to like a balcony above yep. it. And I was like, oh, that's cool. So he's like, he's not you know invulnerable like he's he's like a real person if you kill him he does come back yeah yeah which is cute um that oh you know what though something i do want to talk about that i've been itching to say about this game uh-huh. there are really two things i hate that segment where this is the moment where i'm wrong but this is the moment where i think <laughs> the franchise went really really fell off a cliff yeah is when you have to jump over the lasers in the hallway I you remember, don't remember that? that. <laughs> when you, it's all the quick time events. And you uh, jump. Yeah, There's yeah. this one, this one of uh, quick time event where these lasers are coming at you, and if you do the quick time event, Leon runs up a wall vertically and flips over it. Oh, I okay. said, oh, okay, so this is where the franchise got. Crazy. That's the last one, right? Yeah, yeah. it's. I'm like, oh, you know though, no. th- that you know what that reminds me of though. I feel like they were trying to channel the movie. That's remember exactly that? what I thought. I and, don't know what came out first though. Uh, the movie, I think. Fuck. Um, here's a quick aside. I put off playing these games for a long time because I saw the first movie and I thought the games were like that. And I was like, oh uh, I don't want any part of this. You're very wrong. <laughs> but now we hate you. Now I know. Us Anderson. <laughs> yeah. God. Good luck with monster hunter. <laughs> yeah. Good luck. <laughs> All right. Um, I, yeah, I do want to say a, a last, the last, uh, talking point for me. Um, and until you, you know, you bring up another subject about this game. Yeah. The way the game ends is also horrendous. It's bad. Um, and I say this to everyone about this game. Capcom just put out the best game in 2005 by a lot. Yeah. They changed games forever. And the last line of the game is Ashley propositioning Leon for sex. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck you. Like, that is so bad. The whole line about the overtime and Leon denies her. What makes me... This is where I really need a moment where... Like, Beppe, you said this very well. What Resident Evil really needs as a whole is a guy in the meeting who says no. Yeah. Should should Ashley proposition... No. <laughs> no. No. Like, no. It, Why? Well, it not only is it inappropriate, it adds nothing. It adds like nothing. that's not their relationship at all. Like no. he's just like he's a more custodial figure. He's not a romantic, no you know, interest for her. Um, and not at least what I my impression was. Um, it's weird to have that be the punctuation mark at the bad. end of all it was, this. It, the game leaves a bad taste in your mouth, which is unfortunate. Um, yeah, I I. I have here bridge creature. Do you know what that means? Bridge creature? Yeah. D- uh, a I, boss. Are you maybe? talking about the one where he's kind of like um you you have to keep shooting the lights and moving through the level as he comes down and chases you then you have to fight him towards the end of the game? Yes, I believe so. Like it's like it comes up a couple times and it's mm-hmm. like so unmemorable that I just wrote bridge creature. Yeah. That's that, you know what's interesting? I all the bosses I think are awesome, but that's probably the weakest. Yeah. Is um, it would be cool if the only segment was him chasing you on that thing. Yeah, sure. Um, That's fine. Because it's like really white knuckly. Yeah. But when you have to actually fight him after two, it's very hum ho. Yeah, it's all right. It's all right. Um, I liked, I did like the fi- uh, fight with um, Krauser. Yes, him. It's it's one of those things where I I like fighting him normally. But then when he grows like the super arms, I'm like, I kind of check out. I actually, <laughs> this happens with every time they do that. Yeah, me they too. They pull that trick. I actually <laughs> thought the knife fight with him was incredibly, it's an incredibly interesting moment for gaming. Yeah. Because that is a quick time boss fight. Yes. And it was fascinating. And as a kid, I thought it was really hard. I crush it now. Yeah. But I I, I have a bad taste in my mouth because I do think the island as a whole is weak. Yeah. Because it's very arcadey. A lot of enemies have guns. It's kind of unfair. I think it's like once you, I, in, in terms of design philosophy, once the zombies, you know, not really, but zombies have guns, I think you're done. Like yeah, you gotta You got to like, you might as well be making something else. Like don't yeah. give them guns. You can give them like, like pitchforks and shit like they yeah. do earlier on, but... The guns are, or I couldn't remember if it was this one or five where they started using them. Yeah, it's it's this one, chain, yeah. the big chubby chainsaw, uh, chain gun ones. Yes, this yeah. Um, um, although I will say, like you know, 
then again, like I think Krauser's a dumb character, but I like the knife fight. For some reason, this game glues together. I well. like the little cat and mouse game you play in the ruins with yeah. him. That was cool. Um, yeah, I'm trying to th- like no, the it's it's you know what it just makes it so frustrating because the rest of the game is so tight, and then the island is kind of just like. I don't want to make assumptions, but it feels like they're running out of time. And it's like, all right, let's put a bunch of enemies, you know, let's make Yeah, let's this, cure like, the virus. Let's get a bunch of enemies in here. Let's do the crowds. That thing. was another thing that I have. Yeah. Um, the virus. I thought like, you know, when you get into that um, thing and it gets removed from you, that chair for both of you, I thought at some point something was going to go wrong. Something was going to attack you. Or you're gonna need to do a quick time event while you're in the thing. No, it's just done. No, Dead Space did it better. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> Very true. Yeah. No, um, it, it's it's just so anticlimactic, and I feel the same way about the final boss. Yeah. I think it's like it's it's just not as interesting as some of the earlier ones. No, it's it's almost like they really built up this virus thing, but then you just it, it's a 30 second cutscene and it's just done. It's, it's over with. So you're telling me they could have taken the virus out of anyone? Why is that machine there? That's for reasons. Why? (laughs) And like, do you know what's really bothersome about the end of the game? Besides the final boss, which is a little bit hum-ho. Yeah. The jet ski sequence would be really cool if you couldn't fail it. Yeah, it sucks. It sucks. sucks. It took me so many tries. It really took me out of the game. You know why it bothers me most, though? It's like it doesn't test anything that you've done. No, it does At this point. It's a new thing. There is no jet ski... Or any vehicle section like that earlier in the game, unless I'm forgetting something. Well, you you can ride the boat, but there are no buttons. You right. just ride it. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. I was like, why is this the final thing, you know? I don't know. Um, At least, like, end of MGS1, you're shooting. You're not driving. So, yeah. it's like, that's one aspect of the game, I guess. But driving a jet ski would, and accidentally hitting a rock... Uh, That is no part of Resident Evil 4. (laughs) It's just... That's the thing about this game. If I were to critique this game, it just... It gets too arcadey and stupid. And I understand stupid glue is what holds it together. Yeah. There's too much. Um, Whether it's like you can fail in the jet ski, the giant statue chasing you, jumping over the lasers, Ashley propositions you. Why? I think it just... I think it's, it's a circus act that... It's they they do it pretty well for a while and then it just falls apart at the end. Yeah. Um, um, unfortunately, the last the last bit is the worst in my opinion. Um, I was just gonna ask you super quick as a closing thing: Did you play either the Mercenaries mode or Ada's? I mode? beat the Mercenaries one hundred percent. Really? I got all the unlock guns. I haven't played any of it yet, um, or for any of them. It was challenging. It's what I think is interesting is I forgot that Resident Evil used to include little arcadey modes right. into games. I kind of forgot about that. Um, it was what I do think there's an aspect of arcadiness to Resident Evil 4 that helps it and hurts it. Yeah. And the fact that you unlock guns in that mode that you can kind of have fun and run through the game, it's interesting to me where Capcom thought about replayability. Where yeah. I don't think in any other game they did. Right. Not really. Um Oh, yeah, there. I, something I didn't even fuck with was the shooting galleries. At I did point. a little bit, and it's it like, just kind of reminded me of a worse Ocarina of Time mini game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Especially with the merchant there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even know what he said. What are you shooting? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> it was all right. Yeah. No, I was just curious. I, I fucked around with the Ada stuff like a little bit. Yeah. Um, Ada. Only I, that was not on the GameCube version, PS2. Really? Yeah. yeah. I didn't. I didn't get very far. I was just. It was interesting because it's kind of showing. It makes more sense than like when we were talking about Leon and Clara and two. Uh, you sh- they show you that she's the one who rings the bell when he's in the village, and it's like so she's kind of doing this behind the scenes stuff, working around the clock like like you know the. Opposite. It shows you a little more and it's helpful. Yep. Do you have any closing thoughts on Resident Evil Four? Um, no, I just I really like it, and it's unfortunate that the ending doesn't uh, hold up as much as the earlier parts. Yeah, I agree. Um, I would say this. It was a GameCube game. Yep. And out of the three GameCube games that Capcom was commissioned to make, I do think the remake is better than this game. Right. Because it has stood up for 17 years. And I don't think Resident Evil 4 plays well now. Um, I do think other... Obviously, it was the most influential game of all time in 2005. But 14 years later, I think other games have done it better. Well, here's actually one thing that you just... um brought to mind in terms of that 
I was talking with somebody else about the potential three remake, and they said they're absolutely going to do four because four is so so beloved. Like that would like if they if they did this like you know really upgraded everything like like even if it wasn't super necessary like they they would print money that's the ultimate cash cow that i would be like f it i have to play it I yeah guess. i can't believe i'm saying that i mean if if they improved the last part that's icing on the cake you yeah know? <laughs> but then again would they not remake it because it is so beloved and there's no reason to change it even if people hate parts of it because they've sold tens of millions of copies yeah i guess that's for the future set that, well but that's the last one because I, I noticed like a lot of these remakes are motivated essentially mostly by visuals. Yeah. And that's the last one that you really need, need to, to upgrade the visuals. Yeah. Um, I think that's going to conclude Resident Evil four. Yep. And so, we're gonna, Oh boy. Uh, this is where we get into dicey waters. Yeah. Here. We, uh, okay. It's going to be fine. Don't worry. I'll walk you through it. Thanks. 